Hello, and welcome to the Northern Grower Podcast. I'm Erin, and this is a space to share tips, tricks, and information for growing and gardening in cooler zones. We are in Zone 3, and I just enjoy sharing what is working for us personally in the hopes it can help seasoned or new gardeners alike, or just create a space for more conversation for us northern growers. Sometimes I feel so much is gardening content is focused on um, gardeners in warmer climates, so I just hope to create more content about cold zone growing. But all gardeners are welcome here, so no matter where you are from in the world, you are most definitely appreciated, and it is wonderful that you are here listening as well. This is the last episode in my mini-series on growing garden essentials. I decided to take the opportunity to record this little short episode um, after my episode on potatoes because I just thought I had the time. Why not create a little um, bonus episode on the end of that? So this episode is going to focus on brassicas and... I'm going to be basically lumping cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and broccoli in this episode all together under the general term brassicas. Cabbages are also in the same family as them, so we guess we could lump everything together. And we tend to just pretty much grow them the same way here. I don't really differentiate much um, in this family of brassicas for growing. Um, Quick little what am I drinking here before we get started um I am recording this right after my potato episode so I'm still sitting here with a Fernie Brewing Co Huckleberry Ale what the huck ale um it's quite a tall can so it's taking me probably two episodes recording two episodes to finish it but it is a Saturday night and the start of spring break here so what the hey Um, and I did want to, like I said, do this episode as just a sort of overall overarching episode on brassicas. We enjoy Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, and broccoli in our diet. We do grow cabbage, um, but we don't, I am the only person in my family that enjoys cabbage. So we kind of, we give a lot of cabbage that we grow away We let a lot of it go to seed, to produce cabbage seeds, and then we tend to, uh, we would compost the plants once they are done, once they've gone to seed. So cabbage, we don't eat so much, but we still produce it for the seed. And of course, everything will also get composted. Nothing is wasted. So... I just wanted to share how we grow these here. What do we do to grow them? And like I said, I don't differentiate much between our Brussels, cauliflowers, or broccoli um, here. I tend to just lump them all in together and just grow them at the same time. So the brassicas are generally okay with cooler temperatures, which is why, again, they're just such a good plant for us northern growers to grow. And we can plant them out a bit later. So when I look at my planting calendar and I look at the planting season ahead, brassicas, because they can cope well, and in fact, they like the frost, 
Um, they can actually go out mid-summer here and they then are ready in time for a fall harvest before it gets too cold but they do tolerate those few frosts and in fact even um, like Brussels sprouts do taste better after a frost so sometimes it's good to harvest after a frost. So we like to, um, they're so nice to plant at the end of your planting season, the last thing really that will go outside at the end of the season. We do start our brassicas indoors um, about a month before we want to plant outside. So we start them typically uh, end of May or in June. There's just, and I wanna say with these candidates, nothing is set in stone. It's also just watching the weather and seeing how our season's going. Sometimes, some years, the season is, you know, we're going to start earlier. Sometimes we start later, but typically we will start them um, out. We'll start them indoors a month before we want to plant outside. And so we can plant them out in the, I'd say we plant them out in the midsummer, um, usually after the July heat. So July is very hot for us here, typically. And what brassicas don't like is they don't like very, very hot temperatures. They're a cooler plant. So we will plant them, aim to plant them out at the end of July after the July heat. The hot temperatures we typically get have waned off a little bit. So we are planting out in August. And then we can harvest in late into the fall. And it just makes for a really great Samhain or Thanksgiving dinner addition. And you're getting, again, those lovely fresh vegetables. You're getting a fall harvest of fresh vegetables as well, which just feels so awesome. When planting out, we do really heavily compost the beds that we want to plant our brassicas in. They like really heavily composted beds. And they also do enjoy well-drained soils. And they all like full sun. So the brassica beds need to be in that full sun. And they do require regular watering, like one and a half inches or so. Um, when you do water, we typically water things regularly. At least every week we do a good water. Um, but make sure you're having that consistent watering on your brassica bed. And they like a lot of fertilizer too. So we are regularly, we regularly use compost teas um, to boost our plants. And so every few, every couple of weeks, we will be adding that type of fertilizer into our brassicas. So they do like to have really good, well composted soils at first. And then we fertilize regularly throughout the season as well. And like I said, we start indoors. So of course, after about a month or so, those seedlings, when they are ready to transplant outdoors, we harden them off slowly. So we will always just let them go outside on the deck for a few hours at a time and gradually build up their tolerance to the outdoor weather. So with Brussels sprouts, they all kind of grow. We let them just grow after that. Um, I do find with Brussels sprouts for harvesting, you ideally want to harvest after the first frost and when they are nice and round. Those sprouts are nice and round. And it kind of looks like such a, the brassica family just grow so, they're just so interesting to grow and they look cool. And 
Brussels sprouts will grow, right? They kind of grow taller and then you have all the, like a thick central stem and all the sprouts and leaves coming from that. And it just looks like a really cool plant. So when we harvest, we'll pick um, the sprouts off. When they are nice and round, we start picking off from the bottom first because those sprouts will mature a little bit uh, quicker than the sprouts at the top. We pick off from the bottom first. And you do want to pick off when they are nice and green. Yellowing leaves on sprouts, they are not tasting so good when the leaves start to turn yellow. So pick off when nice and green. With cauliflower, um, and so again with brassicas, you are looking at the fall. They, they typically like a frost or two before being harvested. So we are typically harvesting our brassicas in the fall weather. I find cauliflower is, um, it can be a little bit more finicky. It does need consistent temperatures, so big swings in temperatures aren't aren't going to be its favorite thing. It can interrupt it from growing uh, that nice round head you want. But again, if we're planting out midsummer, a lot of the early summer temperatures cooled off at that point, so it's hopefully a bit more consistent. It's usually more consistent in our temperatures. Um, now we grow different varieties of cauliflower. We don't grow, uh, we grow like yellow, purples, like we grow all sorts of different um, varieties here. And we don't just grow for those uniform white heads that you would typically see in the grocery store. Um, I don't, so therefore I don't stress too much if my cauliflowers are getting a yellow or purplish pinkish tinge to them or look to them. But if you are growing just purely white cauliflowers those shades if you start seeing your cauliflower um, grow with like a yellowy or purpley head those shades are then they can indicate something is missing nutrient wise so you will have to go back and look in your soils uh, or look at your watering routine with them and just see what you could tweak there so bearing in mind I don't really pay much attention to that because we grow colored varieties of cauliflowers anyway. But if you are just growing for the uniform white heads, you should um, just be aware of the colors that you do see. Anything that's really discoloration, you will have to take a look and see if anything is uh, missing in the soil there. Or could you change something up in your routine? Um, and broccolis too. Broccoli actually and cauliflower when you're harvesting they can they can grow um side shoots after you harvest that main head so you can enjoy some more harvest so don't pull the plant when you harvest don't pull the plant up from the root you can just cut the head and then it should start growing um little side shoots from the stem and so you can enjoy a little bit of a later harvest again and of course that's what we do with any of our greens or lettuces or kale, anything like that, we never just pull the plant when we harvest. We pick off the leaves, the outside leaves first, the leaves at the bottom of the stem, and that just helps, well, it helps the plant put more energy into growing. Um, and you're also giving yourself a bit of a longer harvest that way because the plant will still be in the ground, it's still going to produce and grow. And you're not just pulling, if you pull that whole plant up immediately for harvest, then you have to eat what you have, right? What you pulled up. And so that's also a good reminder to just circle back around to Brussels sprouts. They 
um, if you pull the bottom leaves off while it's growing, it will then also put more energy into growing taller rather than putting energy into those bottom leaves. So bearing in mind something you can do with Brussels sprouts is just thin out those bottom leaves as well. After harvesting, we enjoy our brassicas fresh. Uh, they are just so good. Fresh Brussels sprouts taste so much better than the store Brussels sprouts. In all honesty, they do really taste good. Um, and for storage, you can, you could pickle like cauliflower. I know you can get pickled cauliflower. We freeze, we just freeze all our brassicas for, um, for that longer term storage. We just find it's the most convenient way for us to do. So we freeze broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts here. Um, and as well as eating fresh. Also, as a side note, I really enjoy eating the... Um, so when you first... When those broccoli, those cauliflowers, when they first germinate and they're growing those little seedlings and those young shoots... I really enjoy eating them as microgreens. I first realized they were really yummy to eat when I um, like ordered, first started ordering from a local company here for microgreens. And then I was like, oh gee, these are just broccoli, cauliflower, microgreens. Why don't I just make them myself? I have the seeds. I have the capacity to do that. So I do um, make, uh, well, I do toss in quite a few trays of seeds for broccoli and cauliflower just to eat and harvest the microgreens because they are so yummy and delicious. They taste so good in sandwiches. They're just such a good side snack, such a good side salad on dishes. So we do sow trays indoors and cut the little um, seedling sprouts down to eat as microgreens as well. So that's just another idea as well that uh, you could do. That's that's what we do and we enjoy it. So works for us. So thank you for listening to that quick uh, kind of overall approach to growing brassicas here. Um, it, like I said, any recommendations on this podcast, they are purely what we do and what works for us. So um, you may not take any of this information in at all. You may run with it. You may trial it. There are, the the tricky part about gardening is there are just so many variations for your, not just your zone, but we have little microclimates and little microenvironments and little niches, even garden to garden. So it's always, it's always seems like an experiment until you find something that really works for you. So thank you so much again for listening. I really appreciate you all. Um, if you would like to email, please email at the Northern Grower Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at green.witch.seed.ca, which is just it's more of a bit of a personal account where I just share some of our uh, little gardening and homesteading stuff that we get up to. And you can also look at our website for our seed catalog at greenwitchseed.ca. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, this is the last in our um, Growing Gardening Staples or Essentials series. Um, and I hope to
hope to get a few more episodes recorded and released next week for you. Thank you and take care. Happy growing.